When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Full of frustration. Full of despair. From years of hurt, disappointment, and relegation. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary Bird Elliot Holman and Wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory, pride, passion, in search of silverware. And they found Major League Soccer. Miles and miles offside. No, it wasn't. Miles offside. This is the MLS UK show. Miles! Welcome along. It's the second leg, episode 12 of the MLS UK show. I'm Elliot Holman. And I'm Henry Hewitt. <laughs> Henry Hewitt, an Atlanta fan. As well as Atlanta. We'll look back at the other four games last night. Some midweek action in MLS. Yeah. Atlanta lost, but there were plenty of other things to get our teeth into. We'll be looking at Chicago, Columbus, Toronto and LAFC's matches. But mainly focusing on Atlanta losing. Uh, Fantasy update for you and before we look ahead to the weekend's action, Wayne Rooney to DC. The MLS UK Show. Here we are, midweek action. Uh, has split this podcast into two parts, and this is part two. Second leg. Yeah. Welcome along. How are you feeling? How are you today, mate? Are you okay? You know what? Uh, you lose some. You win most as an Atlanta fan. You've got to uh, you've got to put up with the uh, the rough because there's so much smooth. I I struggled last night. I was really tired. Wow! I'm so glad I stuck with it. That was so good to watch. What's it? Great game to watch. Was it? Well, I think the referee... I think there was a, an offside goal given when it was miles onside. And then um, I think Shelton dived for the uh, to get Guzan sent off. So shame on him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Are we starting with Atlanta? Uh, yeah. 
Atlanta nil, Sporting KC 2. You've got 30 seconds to make your excuses. I'm going to put my mic down. 30 seconds, all yours. Well, you know, when you go on an unbeaten run as long as Atlanta's, you've got to lose at some point. And it's probably for the best we lost uh, this week, uh, well, midweek, because this weekend we've got a... uh, well, we've got, you know, when you've got that annoying little brother, that team that keeps on pecking at you and they're not as good as you, your parents don't love them as much as you, but you've got that annoying little brother uh, who's never made the playoffs, but he's saying, oh, well, we'll do this time, get in, we won a game, yay! So we need to beat them, priority. You finished? Yeah. You lost 2-0 to Sporting KC, it's put them top of the supporters' shield, let's talk through the match, offside goal. Joseph Martinez. Yep, great finish, and it was all good. He even, uh, well, he kind of smiled, kind of celebrated. However, the cheats that are VAR, the officials, really offside. Right, I know we joke. It was offside, though. All right, yeah, maybe it was offside. <laughs> maybe I, maybe I agree it was offside. However, Guzan getting sent, Guzan, Guzan getting sent off was it was an outrage tell me why because explain what happened so uh, Shelton's bearing down on goal Guzan comes out to save the day uh, just outside the area he goes for the tackle okay he missed the ball and oh. made a lot of connection with his ankle yeah okay maybe his foot dragged down his leg towards his ankle However, did you see how much he leapt in the air? I mean, come on. I've also seen the picture of his ankle with all the stud marks down it. Ah, that could have been anyone's stud marks. You lost. Get over it. Well, with ten men and a, uh, what, third choice, fourth choice goalkeeper, uh, the brave... Oh, Atl- sounds like Toronto now. The, oh, it was, well, it's actually our B team. The brave Atlanta United held on until the 67th minute. SKC went 1-0 up. And then... Uh, Atlanta, two out of this world <laughs> free kicks uh, saves. They went 1-0 up through an incredible goal. You can't just... Yeah, they went 1-0 up. Yep. Um, oh, it's not, he's not used to this, is he? Losing, doesn't like this. And then, you know, two world-class saves. Then they went 2-0 up. Fernando rounded our fourth-choice goalkeeper and put it in. Uh, Gonzalez Perez was it who uh, nearly saved it on the line but then handled it in really if anything remembered he's a poor defender and just <laughs> let it in uh, and then uh, even even despite being 2-0 down many teams would just give up not Atlanta Almiron kind of hit the bar oh, so you were still trying then yep still oh, trying right. oh, that's embarrassing. Uh, but with 10 men 4th choice goalkeeper is difficult uh, SKC stole the victory in the end 2-0 uh, well done to them. I've got to get. I've got to give them credit. Got well done here. to them. Yeah, somehow you've managed to just today of all days bring an SKC scarf in. What's all this about? I know your game. I know your game. Worried about the weekend. Thinks, oh no, Orlando going to lose against Atlanta, so I'm going to start supporting Sporting Good Kansas scarfish. City. Great scarf. You've changed. What do you reckon? Does it suit me? No. SKC, my new team. Thanks to Leanne. 
my scarf arrived, Leanne. Thank you very much. Leanne, uh, I sent Leanne a, a Norwich City scarf. She she did an exchange with me. She sent me a Sporting KC scarf. She sent a lovely card as well with a really nice message. Thank you, Leanne. And uh, it just happened to arrive today of all days. Shocking. Perfect. Thank you, Leanne. Shocking. Thank you very much, Leanne. Couldn't have couldn't have timed it any better. Uh, well, get you, in. Um, none of us predicted this this right. I went for a draw, and I thought I was being. Uh... You right there? Yeah, I'm just getting. I've wrote down all the predictions. <laughs> They're in my. Uh... He's getting his file of facts. Um, here we are. We got quite a few on the DMs this week, which was nice. Uh, so we've got. Andrew, NYC fan, who was on the podcast the other week, he mm-hmm. gave us his predictions. Uh, David did, Daniel, who uh, did it last week as well. Ross, uh, Leanne, Leanne didn't say SKC would win. Um, Paul, who's a Crystal Palace fan, and Pete. So no one said an SKC win. Um, not even us, you said a draft. So nil nil at the moment between me and you. Okay. Um, I want to talk about Toronto and Seattle because this was obviously a a replay of the last couple of MLS Cup finals. And Toronto, you know, a few weeks back I was saying, what are they doing? Squad rotation. You know, you've got a full squad available. There's no excuse for, for, you know, losing and picking a poor team. And everyone was like, oh, yeah, it's only our C team. It's only our D team or whatever. It's our reserves. Well, what's the excuse now? You're losing at home to Seattle, who are bottom of the league. Yep, uh, disappointing for Toronto. I think even the first goal for C- Seattle, uh, Bruins goal. Bradley. I just... love that goal. That's great, 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 great soccer ball. It was a great finish. Uh, a lot of players in this league would have uh, have missed uh, Fernando Adipi, and uh, just <laughs> someone's point out. Uh, but Bradley, what was he doing? Just comes out in the middle of defence. Yeah, he, uh, you've got to blame him for that goal, and for somebody of. Uh, so much experience. He's, he's. I mean, he's MLS champion, Champions League finalist. That's he's poor. I, I thought that was a really good goal from from Sanders. Didn't look like the sort of goal a, a team with no confidence at, at the bottom of the league would be scoring. Um, and and from then on, Toronto are up against it. And I know they they pulled level Osorio with uh, with a good finish, but Seattle just had that extra little bit and. I was as as surprised as anybody, to be honest. But um, I'm just wondering how confident these Toronto fans are now. Oh, uh, yeah, we've got a mountain to climb, but yeah, it's going to be fine because we're the best in the league. Well, you need to get some points on the board. Yeah, we do. Um, and we said uh, we had uh, we were talking about Toronto on a podcast a few weeks ago, weren't we? Just after the Champions League final, pointed out they've got like four out of the next five at that point at home. Yeah. Well. They drew against Chicago. They've lost against Seattle. They picked up four points in three games as champions. You should be doing better than that. This, this is you know we were being told that it'll all be fine because these first five games don't matter. You know we'll we'll charge on from there. It's not happened so far. It's gonna be it's gonna be difficult. It's gonna be very interesting to see how far they can go. Although something that is very interesting about this game, even more interesting to see if Toronto can uh, get back on the winning uh, winning route. Was our predictions? Because somebody predicted mm. Toronto one, Seattle two. Yes, they did, and it weren't me. I said two 0 Toronto. So uh, you getting the uh, prediction right gets ten points. So you're beating me ten nil at the moment. 
which is really annoying because you've suddenly, after the first two weeks of us doing this, I was just storming it, I was smashing it, and now you're coming back into it. I had a feeling about this. If you if you listen to the the first leg of the podcast, if we will, um, I just I just thought it, I said I think it would be funny, and it is funny. I can <laughs> I can confirm it was funny. I enjoyed it. Well, uh, <laughs> it's uh, funny. It's funny that very yeah. funny. Columbus got back to winning ways. Win against Philadelphia. Uh, we were booing. Great them. finish, this by the way. Yeah, we've got to talk about the finish. Unbelievable strike. I mean, to to bury it from two yards like he did in an open goal. Fantastic. Yeah. Real venom in the strike as well. Sometimes it's hard to keep those down because when you strike it so hard, uh, it can be. Uh, who are we kidding? It was a tap in from one yard. Yeah, but you know they all count. Jesse Zardes on the score sheet again. He was. Uh, was it six? Maybe seven? I think it's six goals this season he scored. So. Uh, Considering that last year he yeah. had such a, uh, a la- well, the lack of prolific, is that even a term? No, it's not. No, it's not. But he didn't Delete score. yourself. Yeah, well, he should have deleted himself last season. <laughs> he's control-alt-deleted. He's rebooted himself this season and he's smashing it. So a win for Columbus. We were booing him on the last part of the podcast because of the nil-nil draw. Yeah. So I predicted 2-1 for this. I predicted nil-nil Chicago fire, which is even more annoying, which we'll explain in a minute. Uh, you said 2-0 crew, so we both get five points. So um, that's, uh, that's me in the lead still. In fact, everyone who tweeted us their predictions this week predicted a uh, Columbus win. Philly don't travel, do they? They don't even get on the team bus. <laughs> no. Um, they must, I think they sound like holograms of Could have been anyone running around in that strip they've got. Uh, right, uh, Chicago Fire, 1-0 against Montreal. 89th minute, Ellis scored again. Like I said, I said 0-0, so this is annoying. You said a 1-1, so none of us get any points for this one. Ellis, one of my top scorers in my fantasy team. Is From defence. Yeah. I'm sure you get more points than I do. Yeah, I do, because so. my players actually played. No, I mean, like, my, you know, I'm sure that, like, they go, like, Ellis, if I had Ellis, they'd give him four points, but for you, they'd give him, like, 20. No, it, it, what happened this week is that I had players that were actually sort of involved in games um, and therefore you know, got points. It's the way it works. Well, some of us are busier than others. Uh, good win for Chicago, though. <laughs> uh, it was a good win for Chicago and it looked like it wasn't coming, but th- this is, the sort, of, this is the, the sort of game that they could look back on, um, you know, come September, October, when points are getting tight and, and they're really, really desperate to, to make those playoffs and make those final places. Um, nice little stolen three points right at the last. Yeah, very important, isn't it? And last but not least this week, uh, LAFC, Minnesota, seven points from three games now uh, at the new ground. They really settled in, aren't they? I, I'm i back on the LAFC hype. They They look like the team to beat they they are so reminiscent of, of Atlanta last season mm. um, they really just take the game to teams and, and they're getting results as well no no one knows how to play against them no and something that I've, I've noted actually is that um, they've they've just shut up sharp at the back mm. you know they've conceded one in the last three they've got seven points and that's what we were saying maybe they're not scoring as many goals as they were at the start of the season but we're not conceding as well so we're learning how to just sort of... Game con- management. Yeah, game management, controlling the game, getting the points when we need it. Uh, well done, LAFC. So that's this uh, midweek, our first midweek in MLS. We need to give a shout-out as well. Crystal, 
Uh, she is a Sounders fan and she asks, can we have a celebratory redemption cheer for Seattle after booing them on the last podcast? The, the resurrection has begun. Yes. So. Seattle Sounders are back. I'm so happy that they beat Toronto. I had no beef with Toronto till the other week. It's why it's wound me up that. I like Toronto, so TFC fans, I'm on your side. Uh, Predictions-wise, uh, you actually got the LAFC result right. So you finished on 25 points. I, Easy. I said they'd win 3-0, so I've finished on 10 points. So you win uh, part one of this Quite week. a resounding lead, really. Well, yeah, I guess so, it was. So you've done well, you got two out of five right. Um, every- so you won the first two weeks, I've won that one, so it's 2-1 overall. Yeah, Um, elsewhere everyone who who sent us their predictions said LAFC would win highlights um, everyone got 15s and 10s David and uh, Paul got 15 so So just um, to be clear I've beaten everyone uh, yes you have Pete got 20 because he got LAFC right as uh, as well just just say that to me so I can you are the winner of this week well done everyone who tweeted as you beat and, and me as well so I'm I'm like the the best. The best out of those five games you've predicted the the best. Out of all those hundreds and thousands of people that got involved, I'm I'm the best. Well, they weren't they weren't hundreds and thousands. No, I'm going to stop you there. Uh, anything else? That's it. Okay, rounded off nicely. Shall we talk about a man called Wayne Rooney? Yes, Wayne Rooney to MLS. Elliot Holman. Henry Hewitt, MLS UK Show. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. When I first heard about Balotelli to DC United, I was like, I, I don't know about that. I don't see them as... A, a, I, I don't mean to be disrespectful. I don't see them as a big player. I don't see them as DC, uh, a side that are going to go and get a marquee signing like, like LA or Atlanta or Orlando or whatever. I don't. I just don't see it, and so I sort of rubbished it a bit. Then the Wayne Rooney stuff started up again. I can't believe this is actually happening. Wayne Rooney, around twelve million pounds to yeah. DC United. Well, this is the thing. DC with a new stadium, they're they're trying to become those major players in the league. I think they're looking at the likes of uh, who have they been linked with recently? Balotelli, Rooney. There's a couple more as well. I think also Torres was mentioned as well as Chicago. Javier so, Hernandez. Hernandez, yeah. So uh, they they are they're on the lookout for a, a star player to open the staging with. Wayne Rooney is, in my opinion, I mean he he scored a hat trick so far this season for Everton. He he scored some goals for them. He's still a good player. He's he's not just like uh, God. Who could we? There's so many people can mention as players who are past the best. <laughs> uh, Wayne Rooney, I think, can do a job. And for DC, they need a player like that at the moment. What, there's so many people online that are not happy with this this transfer. And I don't, I don't understand. I, I don't get it, right? Wayne Rooney, one of the, the best players that, that, let's be honest, me and you have ever seen play football. He's up there. Yeah, That's, that's a fair, he is up there. He's still got it. He's dropped back. He started playing a midfield role because he's not got the legs, but he's an incredible passer. He can read the game. He's pretty decent at breaking up the play as well. Yeah, he's not just going to stand up, stand up the top and and wait for the ball. He will go chasing. He will he will put the work in. This is a player that that has been performing at a decent level this season in in what is widely considered the best league in the world. This is not a retirement signing. 
No. People who are rubbishing this and saying, oh, they got ripped off and he's past it. He is not past it. If he was joining Atlanta, I'd maybe be like, mm, all right, I don't really see where he's going to fit in. Wayne Rooney, still one of the best players in the Premier League. Certainly one of the best passers in the Premier League. One of the best footballing brains in the Premier League. Going to DC United, who are desperate, desperate at the bottom of the conference. Of course they need him. Of course that's a brilliant signing. Why would that not be a good signing? He's not old. He's not past it. It's Wayne Rooney going to DC United. That's a great signing. Yeah. No, I agree with you. And I think uh, he can play that Schweinsteiger role. He can be the sort of quarterback where he just looks up, breaks up play, you know, and passes. And I think for the likes of Mattox, he needs someone to be able to just put a through ball to him. And I think that's what DC have been struggling with this season. Let's face it, they've not, they're not the most prolific side in the world. That's why they bottom of the league. They're not glamorous. They're not prolific. This is, you know, the stadium is is the first step. The stadium's going to look incredible. They've now got a big marquee name. DC United need Wayne Rooney. This is a really, really uh, clever signing. Great for on the field. Brilliant for off the field. He's not even as old as Latan. He's not. He's not. He's not as frail. He's he, Latan is obviously very, very close to the end of his career. He's one bad injury away from it all being over. We all love him, but Wayne Rooney's in much better physical condition. And Wayne is going to bring something to MLS, and he's going to bring a lot to DC United. We've talked about Jack Harrison and David Villa, for example. Somebody like Mattox, you know, they've got these young, you know, Ariola, for example, as well. They've got these players that just need... That older head, that experienced mind that has been there at the top of the game, played in World Cups, played in European Championships, played in the Champions League, won the Premier League, won the FA Cup. Wayne Rooney is an incredible signing on and off the field. I agree. I, I've got to agree with you. And, uh, you know, normally in these sort of things, there'd be someone who agrees and someone who disagrees. But no, I think this is a great sign for the team that needs him the most out of everyone in... in um, you know, in MLS, maybe San Jose, but I think DC United was a perfect fit. It's a, a, a great city to live in as well for him and his family. Because you've got to think, like Wayne Rooney's never he's never been abroad from England. He's never played abroad. He's never lived abroad. So it needs to be somewhere where he's going to fit in. But I'll tell you something as well that I was thinking of is that sometimes I think some of these marquee players that come to MLS, they come and they underestimate the league. Mm. Which you can understand. It's not in Europe. It's in a growing league. And for the first few weeks, they get found out. Oh, it just it doesn't quite happen. And then they sort of bed in. Wayne Rooney is one of the most, even now, one of the most competitive players we England's ever produced and in the Premier League. He's going to go there and he's not going to underestimate it. He's going to go there and want it. He's going to tackle. He's going to get involved. He's going to dig in and try and get DC United up the table. He's going to he's going to go there and he's going to want to win just as much as he did in an Everton shirt, in a Man United shirt, in an England shirt. He's going to get stuck in. He might pick up a card. He might get himself sent off, but he's going to go out there and he's going to give you 100%. And in MLS, that's never a bad decision. The The other criticism of this signing that I've seen today is that people are saying, well, I thought we were getting away from this retirement league and signing old players. Why can you not do what Atlanta have done and sign young players? Why do you have to do that and, and exclusively that? Why can you not focus on young players, focus on youth, focus on your draft picks from college 
and then bring in that experienced player. A lot of clubs have got that one experienced player. You know, Seattle, they gave Clint Dempsey a new contract. Clint Dempsey is way more past it than Wayne Rooney is. Uh, 100%. I won't even have anybody disagree with that. He never was as good as Wayne Rooney in the start. It's because he's American, it's okay for them to have Clint Dempsey. There's no reason why you can't have the best of both worlds. There'll be young players at Galaxy that are learning off Zlatan. DC United need Wayne Rooney as part of this whole new regeneration. It, It doesn't have to be one or the other. They're not mutually exclusive. Well, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. I heard a rumour that the deal could hinge on what Sam Allardyce does at Everton, whether he stays or whether he goes, because obviously he's not getting on with him at the moment. However, I think even if Sam Allardyce goes, this is a great move for Wayne Rooney. I think Wayne Rooney's time in the Premier League is probably over. He's he's doing it at Everton. He, would he really be any point in him going to any other team in the Premier League? Is not. Go to America. Live the dream. Live a brilliant life. I'm sure his family will love it. You know, Colleen, there's some nice shops in uh, Washington. You know, he's he's in D.C., in the capital. His kids can grow up there. There's some nice women for Wayne. We all know what he, <laughs> the rumours that have gone around no, about no. In, in the press. But, yeah, seriously, uh, tell us what you think. At MLS UK Show, get us on Twitter. Tell us, do you think this would be a great signing for DC United, for MLS as a league, and also for Wayne Rooney. Do you agree with us, or do you have a different opinion? Do you have something you've got to say that we haven't mentioned? Let us know. My my final thought on this, just before we move on, is, is something that's that's just just occurred to me. We're here because we're spreading the word about MLS. We're trying to get more people in the UK involved in MLS and enjoying MLS for for what it is. Um, we we will challenge anyone who says that MLS isn't. A, a good enough standard you know I, I regularly say I, I would happily compare it to to the championship I think there's teams in the championship that would that would get found out against some some MLS sides to be honest with you um I still think it's really really snobbish of MLS fans to say that Wayne Rooney should not be joining MLS Wayne Rooney is still good enough if not too good for MLS there's absolutely no reason why he should not be playing in in MLS I'm all for MLS. I'm all for the standard. I'm I'm all for bigging it up. But if you think that if you're going to get snobbish about it, then that's absolutely ridiculous, and you are wrong. There we go. Shall we talk about MLS fantasy? Yeah, very briefly, and let's move on. Now let's spend a good twenty minutes on it. MLS UK show with Elliot Holman and Henry Hewitt. So, oh, what a shame. Would you uh, would you like to go first? Or? No, my, I can't. My battery's gone. On oh, my, don't oh, worry. I've, I've got it here on my phone. Battery's gone. They've, they've, get the new MLS app, mate. Oh, I've got it, but my battery's gone. Oh, oh I've just seen you get a message, so that's <laughs> a lie. Um, I'll, I'll go first, if it'll make you feel better. Well, you're going to have to, because you can't check my team, because my battery's gone. Oh, I'll just tell you what, let's check yours first. Just go on, uh, go on the brand new MLS app, if you haven't got it. It's been updated. Yeah. Salute. MLS for this inclusion of fantasy seamlessly integrated into the new app. Hashtag not spawn. Now, uh, I found you. I found yeah, you. Unsurprisingly, uh, I didn't update my team. However, I did notice that Higuain started on the bench. So one of the players I did have playing didn't even get the first 11. What's well, all that about? Still got you more points than a lot of them. Uh, you had Robles in goal. Um, he he didn't have a game. No. So I don't know what you were doing there. 
Um, you had Parker. Yeah. He, he 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 didn't play. No. Nope. Um, you had Ben Sweat. Now, mate, NYCFC didn't play. They didn't have a game, so that, that was a bit of a waste, really. Go on. Um, Cast- Kaku again. He plays for the same team as, as Robles, so, so he's not he's not played either. Yep. So that's zero points at the moment. Yeah. Also, Toy. Um, for, for Minnesota, he didn't play. No, it'd be suspended. Because he, he, he had a red card, didn't he? Yeah. If you remember, we talked about that in the first leg. Yeah. Um, you, had, you did have a captain, though, which was Bradley Wright Phillips. Right. So, I'm um, six... so, so New York Red Bulls, again, like I said, same as Robles, same as Kaku. They, they didn't have a game, so you can't really... I mean, he's captain, so, so he has got you double points, but if you double zero, it is still zero, unfortunately. Right, so six players in, no points. Um, Did anyone play? Zuzi played, so he's got you 10, because uh, SKC kept a clean sheet at Atlanta. I don't know if you knew about that. Cheats. On the road. Um, Martinez for Columbus, five points. Ba- right. Barco got you three, despite losing 2-0 at home. And and Higuain got you one. And Nikolic got you two. So, so um, you know, strong, strong week there, really. Yeah, good, good from you. You got twenty-two points. Oh, that's that's actually better than what I thought I would have got. So well done. How many did you get? Oh well, funny you should ask. Actually, mate, I'm just uh, just going to have a look now. Just see, uh, just going on there now. Oh, oh, looks like um, does look like I did a bit better than you. So I didn't actually do my team because you never do. We've learned that five five weeks in a row. Yeah, you fluke it every week. Yep. Uh, so, if we uh, if we have a little look, Betashaw, 8 points, Ellis, 14 points, Almiron, 7 points, Johnny Russell, 3, Diego Rossi, captain, 18 points, and Carlos Vela, 8 points. So that gives me a total of 59 points. This is what I've got beef with um, MLS Fantasy, right? Here we go. The point system. Yep. So, Almiron gets how many? 8, was it? 7, seven, seven points. 7 points. He lost 2-0... Johnny Russell, they win 2-0, he gets three points. And every week, right, so you've got Rossi and Vela up front. Every week they get about eight each. So your Rossi is your captain and gets 16. No, they don't both score every week. How have they both got that many points? I'm just a better manager. I think I get more out of the players. It's unbelievable. I think MLS know that. Uh, so, a uh, quick look at the standings while we're, while we're here, shall we? Just, just to. No, I don't care. I know anymore. you'll. I know you'll want to know. Uh, so, I'm thirteenth, and just for not fourteenth, not fifteenth, not sixteenth, not seventeenth, not eighteenth. I can't find you. Not nineteenth. Oh, you're twentieth. That's right. You've got six hundred nine points. Again, I've, 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 that's better than what I thought it would be. I'm so. now uh, eighty-one points ahead. Oh, well, that's all right. Pulling away. Well, that'll be 160 points this weekend when uh, Vea and uh, Rossi just come on for five minutes but manage to get you 20 points. Not bitter at all, are you? No. Did you prefer it when we were talking about Atlanta losing? Is that Would you want to go back to that? I'm not enjoying this podcast this week. <laughs> Shall we move on? Yes. Okay. Before we talk about the, the schedule for this week, let's do five things you may have missed in MLS. MLS UK Show with Elliot Holman and Henry Hewitt. All right, let's have a look at five things you may have missed from this week in MLS. Kicking off with Vancouver Whitecaps, uh, their celebrity fan. Do you know who their biggest celebrity fan is? Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, Think Canadian, obviously. Drake. 
Oh no, Drake. Uh, Drake I think Drake might be a Toronto fan. He, he likes Toronto, the basketball team, so he may be from there. No, Ryan Reynolds, the actor, he uh, was in Madrid this week promoting Deadpool two. He had a picture on the uh, the Bernabeu pitch with a shirt. However, so he put it on Instagram, said thanks for having me. However, he said uh, I must confess, reiterate his love for Vancouver. His heart is with Vancouver. He said, even though he's watching. Real Madrid and Ronaldo and Asensio and Bale and well Vancouver are probably playing better than Real Madrid at the moment especially in the league true so Toronto keeper Alex Bono reportedly going to be snapped up by Club Bruges how do we feel about this <sighs> this won't be good for Toronto uh, they need all the players they can get at the moment uh, all the good players anyway yeah well we've seen their uh, seen their B team and their C side in action so probably uh Probably for the best they hang on to him, eh? Yeah. Well, I really need to let this go. <laughs> uh, well, a lot of the players in MLS we saw with Carl Larin uh, from Orlando, they tend to go to the, uh, the lesser, not lesser known countries, because obviously they are known, but I mean, lesser, how can I put they're less... I think on their path to, to say, England and the UK from, from MLS, they have to work permit-wise. It's best to to have a stop off in Belgium or or somewhere similar. Yes, that's what I'm trying to Work say. Work your way up the ladder. So uh, that's why Club Rouge are interested. Uh, I mean, it's difficult to say. We we always say that uh, players in MLS, you can understand why you would want to go to Europe, of course. But there's a lot of players that go to Europe, like Club Bruges, like Lee Gwynn came to, uh, was it PSV? Mm. And then he just ends up back. He doesn't, he doesn't work that often. So you could argue are you, you're just probably best staying in MLS. But, you know, he's a young lad. He's 24. So he's still got time to come back and, and carry on his amazing career already in MLS if it doesn't work out. 24 years old. I can see why he may be tempted. Maybe, maybe you know, start a new a new part of his career. But again, how much of this is is true? We often we often hear transfer rumours. What else have we got? Uh, should we talk LA Galaxy? Yes, Zlatan. He's been hanging out with uh, James Corden this week. He's been on the Late Late Show. He's the man. Do you know what though? Um, when was it Kimmel? He was on before. Yeah. So when he was on Jimmy Kimmel, it was like fresh off his arrival when it, everything was like. Zlatan this, Zlatan that, he scored the incredible goal and he's turned the LA Derby, El Trafico around. It's not been great since. However, uh, he's still pretty uh, pretty self-confident, is that the word? Yeah, he does a, uh, a sketch where he's like um, one of the, uh, what is it, like sort of... Zorro thing. Yeah, mystic kind of, you know, in, and you put a dollar in and you go, oh, you're going to... You're going to change jobs soon, that sort of thing. But of Zlatan being Zlatan, it was actually Zlatan. And he was saying to James Corden that he, he says he's the sexiest man in the universe. He's the most mystic man in the universe. He's the best soccer player in the universe. He's, his confidence is there. He's in true Zlatan style. be nice to see it on the pitch every now and again these days. <sighs> Do you see that pass against Houston? It's all that mass cared about. Uh, so you can actually catch that on YouTube. You can uh, catch the sketch on there. Elliot, what else we missed? Uh, Red Bulls. Want to talk Red Bulls because despite the win at the weekend, the board are keeping their eye on Jesse Marsh. I don't agree with this. He is, uh, how can we put it? He's sort of uh, making himself available. Yeah. Uh, a source has uh, has claimed that they think Jesse's looking at his next step in management. 
showing a bit of over ambition. Yeah, uh, which apparently it's for the US national team, the men's national team. I think that's a great move. I, I think Jesse's the man for that. However, he's also uh, making himself available, saying he's he's kind of interested in going to one of Red Bull's other clubs around the world, uh, Salzburg or Leipzig in Germany. So basically, he just loves fizzy energy drinks. Yeah, essentially, yeah. He wants to stay. It's like when you you work for a company and you want to stay within the company, but you want to move on to a different uh, different uh, branch. Well, if he wants to move on, nothing says move and and travel like joining the uh, Red Bull F1 team. <laughs> Why not just go and manage Daniel Ricciardo, and Max Verstappen? Yeah, oh, I don't know, manage a drink or something. Uh, so we'll keep our eye on this one. Uh, obviously, Red Bulls are uh, back in farm. They're doing well. He's, I think he's a perfect fit for Red Bulls, and I agree with you. The national team would be the next step. I don't think... Uh, I would be disappointed if he went to Europe, put it that way. Final thing. Sebastian Latou. Oh, he's retired. I like the way that this happened, though. Yeah, it's, it's kind of nice, this, isn't it? So, uh, Sebastian Latou announced his retirement... Uh, and and he's become the first inductee into the newly formed Union Ring of Honor. It doesn't sound that inviting, I'll be honest with you. Um, there's going to be a ceremony that takes place before the, the Vancouver game in June, but obviously Sebastian Latou, a bit of a, a Philly Union legend, uh, 175 games played, 50 goals and 50 assists. They actually signed him for a day. They gave him like a one-day contract as well so that his career ended at Philly, which I love. Yeah, that is. Uh, it is nice that, and also he's one of the only nineteen players. So he's a bit of an MLS legend. Only one of nineteen players to reach fifty goals, fifty assists. They've got a little club. Uh, was it who was it? Was it Higuain who did it recently? Mm. Yeah, uh, for Columbus. Well, well done, Sebastian Latou. Congratulations, wonderful career. Now, I can't wait for this. Back to business. This week in MLS. Where do we start, Elliot? I mean, we could go all through the weekend, or we could just talk about the the only game that matters. Of this podcast. <laughs> wow, yeah. Uh, so, Sunday evening, 11 o'clock, Sky Sports Football here in the UK. Are you coming around to watch this? I am. We're, I'm going to come to yours. We'll, I don't know, we'll do stuff for the podcast. We might record what happens as we watch it. Well, you don't want to see that. Um, Orlando City versus Atlanta United. Uh, Jason Christ this week saying that he, uh, he this is going to be the, their biggest game. He's expecting, and this, th- let me put this to you, he's expecting an atmosphere for like a playoff game. Well, I'm sorry, but how would Orlando know what an atmosphere for a playoff game is? Jason Christ has won the MLS Cup previously. What's Tata Martino done? I give him chance. He's only had one season. Yeah, he got to the playoffs. Didn't didn't exactly go well, did it? Well, it will this season. Still confident. I think I think he's maybe right in in what he's saying. Orlando, in fairness, are, sh- are showing a lot more than they have in previous years. Um, I think. It would be a disaster if either of these teams weren't in the playoffs, uh, and and it is going to be a, a jostle for position. Orlando have got two games in hand on on the league leaders now, so this is this is a big big game, it, it, bigger than you know. Orlando Atlanta is always going to be big because they are um, well. I was going to say close in American terms, they're close. Yeah. In in MLS terms, they're close. Uh, and this is always going to be a huge game, but I just I do feel like this game's got a bit more of an edge this year. It just feels bigger, and I don't know whether it's just because I really want to beat you. 
Uh, I, I think all the pressure's on Atlanta here. I, I really do. I agree. I agree. Orlando put themselves in a great position. Why is it six in a row you've won? Six in a row. This, you know, I'll be honest, and I know it's entertaining to have a bit of fighting talk, but I'll be honest, I'm more than expected to come to an end against, really? against Atlanta. That's funny because I expect it to continue. I'm weird. when I saw Guzan get sent off. I was just thought, "Oh, what have you done?" Not before Sunday, we've got our tenth choice goalkeeper playing, which you know tells us that conceding two against SKC wasn't a bad result. But moving on, uh, I don't, I don't rate Guzan in the first place. I, I think, I think that's one of the weakest parts of your team. I think your whole back line and and keeper is so so weak compared to what is probably the the best in the league. In every other position. Well, you said on the last part of the podcast, so we did it, what, Monday? And you said Sane, awful game, still scores for Orlando. So if Orlando's defence isn't quite right, Atlanta's isn't quite right. It's going to be goals here. Full of goals. However, I would expect it to be just like it was last season. And it wouldn't surprise me if it's right of a death, somebody gets a late winner. I think there's only one way to play against Orlando, and I think there's only one successfully, and I think there's only one way to play against Atlanta successfully, and they're both the same. Attack. <laughs> because if you sit back against Orlando, or you sit back against Atlanta, you're just inviting wave after wave after wave after wave of um, of, of threat, attacking threat. These two have just got to go at each other and just hope for the best. This is going to be an absolute cracker. So go on then. What's your prediction? Uh, I've got no idea. I really want to be positive. But nothing would be worse than coming in here next week after losing, having you sat there as well. Nothing would be worse than the embarrassment of me realising I'd predicted a 3-0 Orlando win or something. So I'm going to say Orlando 1, Atlanta 3. Right. But this is funny because uh, people say that in the us British are kind of negative people, whereas our American cousins are very positive. And this is probably being emphasised here because yeah. I think Orlando will win 2-0. And that's just because... Yeah, you're right. Guzan isn't the best goalkeeper in the in the league. I don't think he is. And we have got the best attacking uh, lineup in the league. However, I just feel you, Guzan. I just, I'm not. I just trust him being there, and I trust him. And I think we've been gone away against Chicago. We've gone away and beaten LA Galaxy. You know, and and kept um, kept it tight at the back. The the other teams have not had much going forward. Orlando are not going to do that. Orlando are going to come out. It may take until the 60th minute, like it did against RSL. But at some point, they will come forward. Uh, just like Portland game as well. It takes, what, 60-odd minute. It's that last half an hour that worries me, and I think Orlando can hit Atlanta on the break and score two. I'm going 2-0 Orlando. You're going for an Atlanta win. I will I will just emphasise, I'm not doing that self-preservation thing. I'm not predicting a, an Atlanta win just to kind of, you know, make it seem like I, I always expected it. Um, I think whoever we were playing, whoever Orlando faced this, this weekend... You'd kind of think it's going to be un- like for as long as this run goes on. When it was four, and it became five, and then it became six, you have to think it's got to come to an end at some point. It doesn't matter whether that's against DC United or, or Atlanta United. 
that's that's also a factor in this as well. I just think it, it does have to come to an end at some point. I I just see it carrying on, and uh, I would love to be wrong. Don't get me wrong. If Orlando do lose and Atlanta manage to stop the get in that you say, I will scream it in your face on the next podcast. But you, I mean, Atlanta. Sorry, uh, Orlando. I've got tough games coming up. They've got Toronto. Well. Maybe not as tough as we thought. <laughs> and then Chicago at home. Then NYC again. So I don't think the uh, the record is going to continue for we'll put that it this much way. longer. If you win or if you manage somehow to keep that record going against all those teams, you've pretty much run away with the league. <laughs> yeah. You've run away with the support shield. So we'll see. It's all exciting. This is something to look forward to over next week's podcast. And I am expecting, because I know a lot of Orlando fans listen to this podcast, I am expecting if Atlanta lose to just have to turn my tweet. I'm going to have to block myself on Twitter or something. <laughs> block myself. Right, so Friday night, Saturday morning here in the UK, half three in the morning this oh. one. Late night for some of us. Uh, Vancouver Whitecaps versus Houston Dynamo. Mm. I'm going home win on this one. 1-0 one Vancouver Whitecaps. I'm going 2-1 Vancouver. Okay. Uh, moving on to Saturday evening, Minnesota United versus San Jose Earthquakes. Now, I was going to ask you, will it uh, the clubs that played in midweek will it affect how they do in at the weekend? However, Minnesota, who lost to LAFC, are facing San Jose Earthquakes. Who, let's face it, they, they, I mean, their their local newspaper, the Mercury News, this week even said, eleven weeks in, is it game over for San Jose? They, they can't get the playoffs. And that's their local newspaper who were meant to try and promote the team. Well, I can't believe they've not made a change. Something had to be done. They're not going to go away on the road and, and do something, surely. I know they've had the rest. Minnesota haven't. But when you haven't got momentum, it just makes it even harder. It becomes a real slog. They've got to get on the plane. They've got to travel. It's another game or we're probably not going to win. Minnesota, home win, 2-0. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go... I don't think this is going to be a classic. I think 1-0, Minnesota. They, they tend to grind out results at home. Uh, Montreal Impact versus Philadelphia Union, Saturday, 8 o'clock. Philly just aren't good at away, are they? They don't. We said earlier, they don't travel. They don't get on the bus. Uh, Montreal, not exactly kings of uh, putting teams to the sword either. No, I'm going to go 3-1, Montreal. I think 4-0, Montreal. I just don't have any faith in Philly at the moment. Uh, FC Dallas versus LA Galaxy. This is on Sky Sports Mix Saturday, 8.30. FC Dallas, Oscar Pereja this week, he said uh, he he would rather no one discuss FC Dallas. He would rather go under the radar, carry on doing well, because, of course, FC Dallas have done well in recent seasons, Mm. and when people notice, they start to lose games. So, uh, shall we uh, shall we mention how well they're doing, or shall we listen and 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 be respectful towards Oscar Pereira? Well, in fairness, every week I've highlighted how well I think Dallas have been doing. So I, I think we've busted this myth already. <laughs> uh, LA Galaxy really need to get some wins under the belt. Zlatan, Ashley Cole, in recent weeks have come out and said how disappointed they are. Can they do it at FC Dallas? It's, it's going to be a tough game for them. Two two. You know what, I said LA Galaxy would turn it around against Houston last week. They didn't, so I fancy FC Dallas back on uh, back on a bit of form, getting a draw at LAFC last week. So I think um, I think 2-1 FC Dallas. Okay. Columbus Crew 
versus Chicago Fire. This is uh, technically Sunday morning, 12.30am for us. Yes, both teams uh, coming off wins in the midweek. Mm. I, I'm i going to do it. Are you I, go- I'm going to do it. you going to go for it. I'm going for a nil-nil. Oh, no! Nil-nil. Columbus love a nil-nil. I just, I don't know, I just feel, I'm just, my first one of the season, I'm just throwing it out there. Just feeling wild. Wow. Uh, 1-0 Chicago, Nikolic, near the end. That's my prediction. Okay. Uh, New England Revs versus Toronto FC. This is at uh, half 12 as well, Sunday morning. This is a tough game for Toronto. New England are doing quite well. Yeah, and Toronto, as we know, not firing on all cylinders, despite having the A-team back. Yeah. Um, bizarrely, though, I do fancy him. Fancy him to go and do this. What score? 2-1. Okay. Uh, I think New England Revs 1-0. Okay. How about Colorado? New York Red Bulls, 2 a.m. UK time. This is a tough one. Colorado, uh, they've kind of been hit and miss this season. Uh, but whenever they've had a bit of a miss, they have come back and, and won a big game. Thinking of when they beat Toronto. Uh, New York Red Bulls coming off the win last week, a massive win. And they're at sort of a, a crossroads now a bit. It's either they could have the potential to, they've got games in hand, they can go forward and really push to uh, try and get to the top of the uh, Eastern Conference. Um, I'm going to go 2-1 Red Bulls. 3-2 Red Bulls. Real Salt Lake and potentially Wayne Rooney, although he won't be playing for him, DC United. He'll be watching. 2am he won't be watching. <laughs> he won't be. Uh, what a horrific game. 3 0 RSL. That's my prediction. 1 all. Uh, now, the Cascadia Cup. This is a big game. It is back. Uh, Sunday evening. This is on Sky Sports Mix. This is before the Orlando game. I um, thought this was going to be two teams battling out at the top of the West. But it's Portland versus Seattle. Instead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Seattle winning in a week. So they're, they're, they're like Red Bulls, but I know obviously a lot. Their crossroads is a lot more important because they they have the potential now to push forward, forget the start of a season. But Portland at Providence Park, I see them winning this. I see it being tight. I see it being 2-1. I think they'll nick it 1-0. Shout out to Portland as well. Um, If you get a chance, go on their Twitter page, have a look at it. It was like a seven-minute rivalry video they did about their rivalry with Seattle, and it's it's pretty funny. It's well, it's really well made. I must give them that. It's really funny as well. Uh, it's kind of got people in talking, just going like, "You can understand why Seattle have got a chip on their shoulder." Like Portland won the MLS Cup before they did. You know, it's kind of like a bit tongue in cheek, and uh, is actually really funny. It's because and about their rivalry with Seattle. There's not enough of that. We love that in MLS. Well, I think there's enough of that on this podcast with Orlando and Atlanta. Yeah, that's true. But the, uh, we would love to see that in the Premier League. But, um, you know, MLS really... The teams get... They talk, I love how they talk to each other. I love the rivalry stuff. Mm. And they just don't... They just have banter and it's brilliant. So, fair play. Go on Portland Timbers' Twitter page. Have a look at that for yourself. Uh, we've talked about Orlando. So, the last match. This is another big match. LAFC 
versus New York City. Are we watching this after Orlando Atlanta just to calm ourselves down a bit? Half one on Monday morning. Maybe we'll see if we Atlanta win. It, yeah, if Atlanta lose, I'll just want to go to bed and just not get up ever. Uh, I. This is difficult. This is New York are going to want to come. Yeah, back in a big way. New York recently they lost against Portland. I know they beat Dallas, but they've lost away at Portland and away at New York Red Bulls. They need to get their away farm back. Do you think since the Arsenal, since Wenger announced he was leaving Arsenal, Vieira does seem like he's been a bit distracted by it? I think that'll continue. I think LAFC. I think it'll be. Uh, I think it'll be three one, two nil LA. Right. Well. That's it. That's our roundup. If you want to tweet us your predictions, you can do. DM us at MLS UK show or just tweet us and uh, we'll mention on next week's show like who's got them right, who's got them wrong and whatever. We'll tally up your points and see if anyone can beat Elliot this week who won uh, in the midweek games. Well yeah, done. A champion out of everybody. I feel like we haven't mentioned that enough. No. Won, uh, won that. Um <laughs> So Orlando v Atlanta. Bring it on. Uh, just to point out, I will not be here if Orlando beat Atlanta. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. Uh, I'm sure we'll post some stuff. Uh, if you're not following us on, on Instagram, MLS UK Show. Same on Twitter, MLS UK Show. We'll get Henry round to mine and uh, we'll watch him. Watch his face as Orlando goes seven straight wins. Or, or not. Uh, thanks very much for listening and we'll see you next week bring it on see ya sports social podcast network with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.